The fear of clowns is known as scolophobia. And let's be honest, you never really know who's behind the makeup. That's part of why some people find clowns to be so creepy. These happy, smiling, joking, jester types. I mean, personally, they give me the creeps make me uncomfortable. Absolutely. Tonight, that's what we're going to talk about. Eric, I think it's creepy clown time. Creepy clown time. From a child born into this world, we are taught what to believe. Close-minded, we become fearful to be deceived. Still, we desire to know what lies beyond that locked door. The art of the storyteller conjuring tales of legend and lore. History hidden, lost knowledge, things forgotten, and the unknown. These are the things that direct us and will set the tone. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Nightmares on the Lost Highway. Before we get started tonight, I do need to reach out and just do my part. And I want to dedicate this episode to two very special people in my life. One being my daughter, Shannon Ruiz, who has long had a hatred and fear phobia of clowns. And another being kind of our adopted son, if you will, plays Dungeons and Dragons with us. And that is Steven Steinmark. Both of you guys. This episode's for you. So explanations for evil clown sightings have been attributed primarily to John Wayne Gacy, which we've talked about before, mm-hmm. and Pennywise the Dancing Clown from Stephen King's novel It. Oh, who could forget him? So uh, fun fact here, It was published in 1986. What we consider the first of the creepy clown sightings happened in uh, 1981. pre So It, Pennywise, is not the inspiration for a lot of creepy clown stories. While clowns are regarded as goofy and funny today, historically, they've always sort of had a dark side. According to author Benjamin Radford, uh, author of the book Bad Clowns, he stated, It's misleading to ask when clowns turn bad. They were never really good. Ooh. So, if you look at Joseph Campbell's The Hero with a Thousand Faces, which is sort of an analysis of myth and and, and mythology and and history, uh, he states in his book, Universal 2 is the casting of the antagonist the representative of evil, in the role of the clown, devils, both both lusty thickheads and the sharp, clever deceivers are always clowns. So we talk about clowns being evil and dark. There's a history of this. They, they did begin as part of that trickster trope, like the court jester or the fool, or you even go back further in mythology with, with Loki and, and like that, these, these trickster gods and spirits. Which I know you mentioned Pennywise and, and uh, of course, John Wayne Casey. Uh, serial killer clown, if you will. Pennywise, you know, all that. But there was the poltergeist clown. Poltergeist clown, yeah. Which a poltergeist, obviously, pranking and all that. And Twisty from American Horror Story, yeah. which we've talked about, we've quoted many times. And then, of course, we can't forget Captain Spaulding out of Rob oh, Zombie's. Captain Spaulding, one of my oh, favorites. Yes, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, that, that I need your car for top secret clown business. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> so clowns usually serve to satirize what's happening in the world both good and evil, so they they can represent both sides of that. After the 18th century, this began to manifest in darker ways. You have the wife-beating punch of the Punch and Judy puppet shows. Remember reruns of that? You have the, the narrator of Poe's Cask of Amontillado. Uh, he takes bloody revenge on his partygoers while dressed as a Harlequin. Uh, you know, the, the Harlequin imagery and the Joker and, and Harley Quinn from, from Batman. 
Uh, There's a chilling scene in the opera Pagliacci, where the clown kills his lover on stage in a fit of jealousy. Well, if I'm not mistaken, uh, also 19th century writer Edgar Allan Poe actually had a clown in a novel called Hop Frog. You know, and, and of course, one of the theories holds up that, that the fear of clowns is based on not knowing just who really is behind the makeup. It could be anyone, as demonstrated by John Wayne Gacy, you know, one of the most prolific serial killers ever, especially at the time that he was caught. You know, he would go out as, was it Patches the Clown or Pogo the Clown or whatever? Pogo the Clown. Yeah. Now, it should be said, obviously, it's not believed he did any killing while he was in said clown outfit, but yeah. that was just another persona that he did on the weekends. Now, what prompted us, what prompted me to, to volunteer this particular topic is I know not that long ago, 2016, we had these creepy clown sightings that were going on around the country. All the rage. And around the world, apparently, which I didn't really learn until I started digging in a little bit deeper. But again, digging in a little deeper, it turns out creepy clowns have been popping up all over the country way before 2016. So uh, now creepy clown sightings do seem to happen in waves. They occur on a fairly regular basis. You know, when you talk about clown sightings and and appearing on a regular basis, I mean. That's kind of by definition of Stephen King's it. I was going to say Pennywise appears every 27 years. So, I mean, again, you've, and this predates Pennywise, so. And then, shall we not forget, it wasn't, you know, 70s and 80s, Gene Simmons and the band Kiss, <laughs> which in their heyday was yeah. all the rage and the backlash. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they wouldn't want you calling them clowns, but. but well, they earned the, the nickname back in that as, uh, you know, Kiss, Kings and Satan's Service. I always heard knights. So what I would consider the first reported creepy clown sighting happens in Brookline, Massachusetts, 1981. Local children reported that men dressed as clowns approached them near Lawrence Elementary. Uh, specifically, two clowns attempted to lure them into a van by offering them candy. <laughs> now, that, that comes up quite a bit. Stereotypical, and right? It's your stereotypical. You want a hey, piece want of candy? candy? And then this proceeded to lead to a rash of sightings uh, across Boston. Eventually, this clown panic kind of spread across the United States. May, uh, the same year. Kansas City, not too far from here. Mm. You know, a, a fellow was driving around in a yellow van. This was just a few days after the Brookline sighting that the police received fellows, the reports of this fellow driving around in a yellow van dressed as a clown, you know, wielding a knife. So here's another creepy unsettling clown. A letter was sent to the parents of the students of Our Lady in St. Rose School and included the passage. There have been reports of a character called Killer Clown jumping out of bushes and threatening children with a knife. I've gotten a lot of letters and, and text messages from the school. But <laughs> Haven't goodness. got that one yet. Yeah. June, same year, Pittsburgh. Reports of menacing clowns pick up just right again, you know, the very next month. Pittsburgh police are the first to notice that there's a pattern. They're, okay, we've, we've seen clowns in Brookline. We've seen clowns in Kansas City. We're seeing clowns here. Now, what they also noticed about the pattern was the sightings occurred in predominantly black neighborhoods in Pittsburgh and Kansas City. However, the Boston area was pers- uh, more often like upper-class white neighborhoods. So, I mean, you kind of had a very, very, you know, who they're, who they're trying to terrify. There would be another wave of clown sightings that would resurface in 1985 in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, just a handful there. And then in 80, 88, Louisville, Kentucky, March, uh, a three-county area had reports from children, all in the, in that three counties, of a malevolent clown offering rides uh, in his red pickup truck. <laughs> he supposedly even jumped out of the truck at one time and pursued a child on foot. Could you imagine wow. being chased by a clown when you're that age? Yeah. Uh, no arrests were made, and the red truck was never found. Well, again, all these are 
popping up all over the place. You know, police took this very serious. Um, I found in 2016 alone, there I, I found at least 12 clowns arrested because mostly of threats on social media that well, we'll, they were able to track down. We'll get into 2016 pretty heavily. I, I definitely have a lot documented for that. Like I said, that's what started me down the road. I didn't realize it went back this far. And then the sightings, honestly, they said occurred in over half of all states of the United States. Yep. And, you know, as you mentioned, Canada, Mexico, and, and even overseas. So in October of 1991, Erie, Pennsylvania, over 40 children and some parents report a clown creeping through yards and looking in windows. Creeper clown. Um, a, at the same time, a local bank was robbed by a man in a clown suit. Which I tried to avoid that. It turns out that that happens quite a bit, too. And maybe you could chalk that up later on to the Batman movies. But there were True. quite a few reports of people in clown suits robbing places. I didn't really want to include those. I was looking specifically for things that were creepy. So, uh, But anyway, the, the, the bank robber was dismissed by local law enforcement as a copycat, cl copy, copycat clown. Say that three times fast. <laughs> uh, so they don't believe he was the same one that was peeking in windows. Also, same month, October 1991, Chicago, Illinois, police get calls from local school children of a man dressed as Homie D. Clown from the In Living Color TV show, which I'm sure you and I are both old enough to I, remember. I remember well. But if uh, those of you who don't remember, not old enough to remember, In Living Color was a show sort of like Saturday Night Live uh, and had Jim Carrey before he got ridiculously famous and had one of the Wayans brothers dressed up as a clown that would smack people in the head <laughs> say, Homie, don't play that. Homie, don't play that. This evil homie, <laughs> phrase I never thought I'd have to use, uh, he again offering candy to, to take kids on a ride in his van. Uh, some reports said the van was blue, some white, some red. So obviously, again, may have knows. been copycat clowns. But they all agree that it had the words ha ha spray painted on the side of it. So supposedly an eighth grader claimed that he, uh, he walked right up and punched this clown in the nose and, um, uh, Several weeks later, in Elgin, a report is made of a young girl being abducted by a clown. So, uh, I mean, whether that happened or not, that's alleged. A uh, suspicious clown was also reported uh, in Evanston and Joliet about the same time. Uh, but they never arrested any clowns at that point. Now, it, it does go without saying, too, these aren't just around Halloween time frame. These no, are no. just no, any just random whenever. day, week, month of the year. Again, 1991, West Orange, New Jersey. There's another rash of clown sightings. Uh, almost a year later, September 1992, Rock Hill, South Carolina. There's a wave of clown sightings that sweep that town. Uh, it comes to an end when four teenage boys are arrested. And this is one of the rare occasions where someone was actually arrested. They were dressing up as clowns specifically to terrorize the local children. Now, the fun part of this story, they were not charged as the authorities could not figure out what specific law had actually been broken. Turns technically, out, what's wrong with dressing up? Yeah, there's no law against dressing up as a clown and scaring people, I guess. I mean, in today's society, you're expected to wear a mask in many places. <laughs> so let's uh, you know, throw that out there. June 1994, Washington, D.C., police uh, start to receive reports of a clown trying to lure children into a van yet again. With candy? They chose, well, it doesn't say, but they chose not to investigate. Uh, there was a report of creepy clowns in 1995 in Honduras. So again, this isn't just limited to America. Well, this is where the whole stereotypical ice cream truck ordeal, I think, comes in, <laughs> yeah. too. You know, you got the whole, hey, you want a piece of candy? You want some ice cream? You know, kind of deal. Yeah, it is. It's Creepy-ass clowns and the, shit the, driving them around. The thing they teach you when you're a kid, you know, like, hey, you're in my car. I got some candy for you. No, no, thank you. No, no. Uh, August 1997, South Brunswick and Howell, New Jersey. Six clown incidents occur in the span of just a couple of weeks. 
Children claimed that there was a clown leaping from behind trees outside local housing projects and laughing at them maniacally. I guess some could consider that a really good time, <laughs> you know, scare the local kids. But, you know, yeah, uh, some people pay money for that. Yeah, so. yeah, I mean. I don't know if they pay money for the clown aspect. Again, I'm I'm not a huge fan of clowns. I don't I've always said it's because anybody that acts that stupid on purpose has something wrong with them. But, you know, I'm also going to say like who's behind the the well, makeup? I don't know. I I will say clowns may be creepy, but honestly, it's those mimes. The mimes really <laughs> freak me out. It's like they won't even talk to you. You don't know what they're trying to say. It's it's bad. So continuing on with the New Jersey stuff, police did step up patrols in the neighborhoods that said they were affected, but they, they never did find a clown. Uh, in late August, a man was arrested by the police. He was described as not having, and I'm quoting here, an adult's mental capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was sent for psychiatric, psychiatric evaluation and never offered any explanation for his actions, but he was involved. He was apparently wandering around in the clown outfit. Chicago, Illinois, 2008. Chicago again. Visited by creepy clowns, a, a clown trying to lure children in. Uh, the story was largely ignored by local media at the time. Again, stories like that probably do slip through. You know, people think, well, you know, there's probably not much to them most of the time. It's, I would see them probably as hoaxes more often than not. And especially as an outsider, you know, you, you receive a report of clowns attacking people. It does no, like, sound funny. I did come across at least one death. Uh, this was in Reading, Pennsylvania, a 16-year-old was said to be brutally stabbed multiple times. He was wearing a clown costume and apparently, uh, or allegedly, was creeping around the woods of a housing district when a 29-year-old, the attacker, uh, seen him, asked him to leave, and he, the clown began to run at him. And he pulled a knife out and, I guess, stabbed the guy, killed him, stabbed him multiple times. That person now faces first-degree murder. 2013. There's a character who became known as the Northampton Clown. He was reportedly sighted around this English town, looming silently. Turned out he was the work of three local filmmakers and very heavily modeled after Pennywise the Clown. Uh, rumors do say he was seen with a knife, but they denied that he was ever carrying it. So, hmm. again, you know, people punching up the story. 2014, the Wasco Clown crept around California. Again, he was very similar to Pennywise. And after a while, it was revealed that he was part of a year-long photography project for a social for social media conducted by the artist's wife. But at the same time, Bakersfield residents were also complaining of menacing clown sightings, which he said he was not involved in. Says he was. Uh, October 2014, Fishers, Indiana. Local residents take pictures of a creepy clown that starts creeping around the town. He does not have a van, but he does carry balloons. They made sure to make note of that. <laughs> 2015, it's Chicago again. Another creepy clown is seen in a local cemetery and would allegedly terrorize anyone who entered. That's a nice touch. It's original. Now, if you uh, believe it was on Netflix, uh, there's uh, in 2015, we have, we have the story of Wrinkles the Clown. He first appeared on a YouTube video where he was emerging from beneath a young girl's bed in the middle of the night. I've seen this video. I've seen it. We'll go into more detail why I've seen it, but it is a very creepy video. She's got like a... Like a trundle bed where there's like a drawer underneath, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. he's in the drawer, like, I guess. And the drawer kind of slides out and you got this clown like wow. in the drawer and it's filmed from like a high angle. So you're looking so like, you're right like down looking at, at him, looking at this girl in the bed. Oh, it's, it's, it's weird and creepy. Shannon, we need you to think about that tonight <laughs> when, you, when you lay down to bed. Uh, they release more and more videos of a similar nature. This wrinkles does. Uh, lots of them frightening children in their homes. Uh, I believe there's a video where he's like standing in the backyard 
staring through the sliding glass doors at these two kids. And a lot of the stories I came across, sometimes the clown will pursue or chase, but a lot of times it just like, you know, emerges from back behind a building or yeah, a shadow and just stares, you and know, again, just kind of watches. That's what's, you know, these creepy So technically what crime are they, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and wrinkles here would also wave at motorists from darkened roadsides. Just real slow, creepy wave. <laughs> uh, in a 2015 in, uh, interview with the Washington Post, Wrinkles claimed to be a 65-year-old retired and divorced veteran. He moved to Naples, Florida from Rhode Island sometime in 2009. Uh, he bought a distinctive clown mask online, and 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 the mask is really, it's a creepy clown. This is clown. the dude that's in the slide-out drawer of this yeah, chick yeah. in the bed. That's what he does now after retirement? Yeah, that, apparently that's what he's well, I'm not sure what job that is, but okay. he He started making stickers and business cards with his phone number on them. Just for something to do. And he would leave them in places so that people would find them. He grew in popularity, you know, with the internet fame and all that. He started receiving hundreds of phone calls a day. Now, the reason I'm familiar with Wrinkles the Clown in his story, in 2019, he became the topic of a documentary called Wrinkles the Clown. And they interviewed this old guy. He was living in an RV and, and he just was putting it out there. And, and this, this documentary, they were interviewing like, little kids that were like fascinated with wrinkles and, and, and all this stuff. Like he became like an internet celebrity because of this. Now the 2019 documentary debunks the claims of the Washington post interview and claims that wrinkles, the clown was a created character. It was not this retired guy that that was all part of the story. The retiree depicted in the film is revealed to be an actor hired by the real wrinkles to kind of throw people off the scent of, of who, who and what was really happening. He indicates that this is sort of a performance artist thing with, with wrinkles. And really, he was never really terrorizing children. He was never, I guess the kid was a family friend or something like that. And it was all set up in all advance. Staged. So, it, it, you know, it was As part you've of like said a, before, reality TV is not always yeah, real. But it was part of this long running viral campaign, what he called a, a drawn out complex art project. Well, it sounds like it did pretty well for him. Well, I'll tell you, if, if you get a chance to watch this Wrinkles the Clown documentary, it is really interesting. I watched it with my kids. And again, it was sort of, you know, you'd had the creepy, like it, it came out in 2019, I think, which is when we watched it. And in 2016, of course, you have the creepy clown panic, which I'm getting ready to jump into here. So it was still kind of fresh in our minds, really. And it was like, oh, what's this? So good timing. It was the, the timing of it was great. Now. Now we get into what I'm going to call the 2016 creepy clown panic. 2016 was just the, the year of the, the clown. year of the clown. <laughs> honestly, they were all over the place and, and it became a thing, man. It was a huge deal. It starts in June, August timeframe and, and kind of spreads in from the coast to the Midwest. You start, um, you start one of the first ones, Greenville kinda, County, South Carolina. Well, Greenville County is kind of the start of the really true creepy clown thing. You do have one prior to that is uh, the Wisconsin gags the Green Bay clown becomes a viral celebrity. There are grainy photos that show a clown, you know, walking the streets at night. But that actually turned out to be a viral marketing stunt for a low-budget horror movie. So he, you can discount him because he wasn't part of this creepy clown. Like, that was definitely a project. But yes, Greenville, South Carolina, uh, August children stated that a group of clowns had offered them money to accompany them to their home deep in the woods. (laughs) I mean, uh, that's just terrible. Uh, They received reports of clowns using flashing green lasers and large amounts of money to lure these children. And I also heard like chains rattling and they beat on the front door and the back door. Yeah. Trying to get these kids out of the house. It was crazy. 
and it, it just kind of goes across country from there. You, by mid-September, there's reports in Georgia. Uh, McDuffie County deputy said a 12-year-old boy and his little brother were walking to the bus stop when they were chased by men dressed all in black wearing clown masks and red wigs. Uh, and a neighbor girl did, in fact, witness the clowns following the boy. She could corroborate their story. So I had down that when police started researching, they were having a real hard time finding even like footprints in the woods or anything. But However, they only have such giant feet. Yes. <laughs> right. Big feet. But I did put, uh, I found where like one of the cops was circling around. It was a restaurant. I'm, I'm envisioning kind of an alley dumpster and they drove by and they thought they saw a light that looked weird. So they turned back around and came around and there was a guy in a clown outfit and his red nose was blinking red. And he was just kind of squatted there between the dumpsters. And when the cops pulled up, he waved at him real oh, slow. <laughs> just imagine seeing that, man. A week later, after the Georgia incident in Pottsville, Pennsylvania, another child claimed that she had been chased by a frightening clown through the park. She told uh, media that she'd seen a little boy screaming through the park after he had allegedly seen a group of clowns eating something in the woods. Eating something. At that point, the clowns started to chase them. And then once they chased them far enough, these clowns turned and disappeared back into the woods. I'm like envisioning they're eating roadkill or something. That's my thought. Like, yeah, well, it was something just awful. Ugh. Like the way it's phrased. The clowns did eventually return at some point, throwing sticks and swearing at the children. <laughs> Bad clown. Yeah. The sightings then kind of went, you know, south, you know, southeast. Uh, when Tennessee Highway Patrol issued the following statement at one point, watch for clowns trying to lure children into the woods. They are possibly predators. Call 911. Possibly predators. They're trying to lure your kids in the woods, people. And, and about that same time as they'd released that statement, a teenager in Coffee County, Tennessee, claimed to have been attacked by a clown. There was an incident in Long Island, New York, that involved a group of clowns jumping in front of moving vehicles in the Brentwood neighborhood. Well, that seems safe. Yeah. I they mean, have big shoes on. They could trip. Oh, gosh. These I stories. got a couple here I'll throw in. Bridgeport, uh, West Virginia. Uh, nighttime fishing. This poor guy is just out there trying to do a little fishing and probably got him a brewski open. He goes, out of nowhere, this clown appears out of the dark woods. Uh, he seems to, like, follow the man. You know, the guy's like, hey, what, what do you want? You know, get away. I'm just trying to fish. Clown never responds, but doesn't chase him, but just, like, walks up real casually to him. <laughs> And he goes, get away from me, get away from me. So the guy ends up, you know, grabbing his fishing pole and stuff. And he's going back to the parking lot, kind of through the woods. This clown's just kind of lingering, you know, bebop, bebop along. And literally watches him get in the car. And he goes over by the hood. And he's like staring at him through the windshield. And then he waves goodbye to him as he pulls out. <laughs> we have another one here. Uh, Clifton, New Jersey. A man uh, states he, he's coming out of a Dunkin' Donuts. And there's, it's a pretty good sized uh, city. This has got those high, high billboards that's up on poles. And he happens to notice there's a clown setting up <laughs> on the railing and he's waving at, you know, oh. passerbys down below. He calls the cops immediately. They're not even sure how he gets up there because, I mean, you'd have to have like a lift device. This is like 30, 40 foot up in the air. And the clowns just kick back up there, just, you know, waving at people. Quebec, Canada. Video uh, starts off on kind of a dirt road. They start recording as this clown just kind of appears next to the vehicle out of the uh, nearby field. The clown walks off the road almost immediately as soon as he appears. And they're like, well, did you see that? Did you see a clown? And, you know, they're looking. And all of a sudden the clown returns with a chainsaw and starts the <laughs> chainsaw. The men throw it in reverse and are like running into the ditch trying to, you know, trying to escape. Well, there was a. A YouTube video from that time frame, and I don't know where it took place, but it's a guy like on a GoPro 
walking or kind of running down a, a trail and he turns and he's going to cross a, a bridge, one of them plank bridges, rope bridges, you know, and at the other side of the bridge is a clown just standing there. I mean, this guy's like running through the, you know, running through, minding his own business. He turns, he sees this clown and he goes, he, he starts onto the bridge and he's like, Hey man, I'm, I'm getting ready to go by here. And the clown <laughs> just kind of stares at him. Give me like, some space, bro. Hey man. And then about that time you see the clown move his hand from behind his back and he's got a big old knife and he starts running across the bridge at this dude. And of course this video cuts off as this dude's like sprinting back to his car. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, stuff like that. It's crazy. So still in the 2016, uh, throughout September, sightings begin to occur in multiple states. Uh, there were some arrests, the official warnings, there was a flurry of media attention. Uh, but during these sightings, there was also robberies happening across the country by people in clown masks. Now, again, I left those out. I didn't feel yeah. they fit what we were trying to talk about here with the creepy clown thing. Clown sightings started in the UK on the 30th of September that same year, with the Newcastle police receiving reports of someone dressed as a creepy clown leaping out of the bushes to scare children. Uh, they received about a half a dozen additional reports over the next few days. By October 5th, the tabloids announced that the terrifying clown craze had come to England. Uh-oh. They, they, of course, blamed Across us the Americans pond. for this. The bloody Americans. <laughs> uh, in October, um, back back in the United States, downtown Detroit, witnesses saw someone in a clown costume hanging onto the back of a moving bus. <laughs> Idiot. Street skiing. Uh, October 3rd, 500 people take to the streets of Penn State in what is now known as the Penn State Clown Riot in pursuit of the creepy clowns. So in Penn State, it wasn't people running from the clowns. It was clowns running from the people. <laughs> We're going to hunt you down. And then uh, around uh, Halloween time, several news outlets started to report on what was being called a clown purge that was going to happen on Halloween Eve 2016. Now, what is a clown purge, you may ask? I don't think anybody really understood what a clown purge was. I heard it referred to as a clown jihad at the time, which again, what, what is, I mean, jihad changes, is a holy war. Yeah, that changes so, flavor real quick. There was no widespread clown activity at that point in time. However, a family in Florida were attacked on October 31st by a group of about 20 people in clown masks. 20 clowns. And no arrests were ever made. Now, I do have my own clown sighting from roughly the same time period. Uh, I may have even discussed it with you. I was on my way to work. I stopped at the stoplight coming across town on one of the side roads and a RV pulled in driving beside me and they had to slow down because that's a rather large vehicle and we didn't have a lot of space. Uh, and, this is here in Lubbock. Yeah, here in town. Okay. And I look up just because I'm, you know, a people watcher and I like to, you know, see the people around me, I guess. And I look up and there's a clown driving and a clown in the passenger seat <laughs> and they just... Driving along just as casual as could be. I don't remember the circus being in town at that point. I don't know where they were going, but I can say I saw a couple of clowns in an RV drive by. Okay. So, um, yeah, the creepy clown thing really sort of took off. And again, you can see that it kind of happens in waves roughly every 10 years or so. You know, the early 80s, the early 90s, and then you got a couple of, you know, you got a gap where you jump up to 2016. So, I mean, it does follow that weird Pennywise mythology. I've got a couple more stories here I'll throw in. Los Angeles, California. The cameraman is, for whatever reason, it focuses in on him lighting a cigarette. I'm not sure why it's starting off with that, but when he comes back up, he lights a cigarette and he notices uh, down the street just a little ways, standing beneath a light mounted out on what looks like a storage building, there is a clown that's just leaning up against the building down there. And he notices this guy is looking at him and filming him. So once again, he does a little clown wave. And the, the guy's like, are you all seeing this? I mean, that, that looks like a clown. It's quite a ways away, but it looks like a clown. 
And he goes, holy Jesus, he's coming for me. And the clown starts <laughs> gradually just walking up the middle of the street, not even using the sidewalk. And again, he's not running. He's not chasing him. He's just gradually walking. And he's like, you, you, you get back. You stay away from me. And the clown then kind of starts picking up the pace. And the guy, I think, drops his camera. Finally, it's a cell phone. He drops, you know, trying to get away. Newport Ritchie, Florida, Sims Park. This is in 2016. A group of people out there playing the ever popular Pokemon Go. When they notice there's a creepy guy over near a tree in a bush. Now they see the top of his head first. That's, I guess, moving around. It's a park. It's relatively well lit. And, you know, the two start talking and they're like, is that a clown? Is that a goat? What, what is that? And said he, you know, eventually kind of starts to stand up, but it's almost that mime deal, like where he's coming up steps from behind the bush. <laughs> so he's getting gradually a little taller. As I'm sorry. <laughs> that, okay. There, the, for whatever reason, I'm, I'm a 40 something year old man. That particular joke kind of does get me it, when I see it. It's funny. I'm, but the, the image of this happening in a park, in a park behind a bush dark, yeah. with a clown coming up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he emerges and he is wearing, they think, a clown mask. He slowly begins to approach them on the sidewalk and they're still arguing, is that a clown mask or a goat head mask? But honestly, I mean, which one, it doesn't matter at this they're point. Which one is more horrifying? Lakewood, California. This one was kind of a, a funny one to me. For whatever reason, this, this lady is out walking her dog. Now I, I have a small dog that I have to get out and walk <laughs> so I can relate to this. It's, My dog's it, a little bigger, but it's, hey. it's dark. She's got it here on, you know, a little leash and it's trying to do its business. And you know how dogs are. It's not a quick process. <laughs> They're wandering around aimlessly. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the dog, it's like on a retractable leash. So it kind of goes out of the camera, uh, where you can see it, you know, and she's like, talking to somebody on the phone or whatever. And she's got the camera going and she's like, yeah, look at my dog. You know, it's trying to find the right spot. All of a sudden this dog yelps and runs back, passes this lady and, and like the zip cord on this leash, you can hear, Zoop! I mean, and she's like, what's wrong with you? And this clown is like on all fours, almost like a monkey coming out of the darkness. This lady oh, screams man. and starts running off. You know, it's like, wow, just, just wow. Another one, Des Moines, Iowa, a video begins. Uh, these are some typical high school guys. They're out driving in a cornfield. Apparently some sightings have been made of the clowns out in the cornfields of Iowa. And so they're out here basically looking for them. They're driving along, not seeing anything. Finally, one of the guys says, Hey, put it in reverse. Go back. I, I think I saw something, you know, on, on the left-hand side. So they put it in reverse. He quickly jumps out of the car, goes around the front. The, the, the guy in the driver's seat is like filming all this. And he just kind of vanishes into the cornfield and you're like, oh, something's about to happen. You know, it's the, it's the scare factor. Well, then all of a sudden you see this guy and he pans up to his rear view mirror and there is a oh. clown coming up behind them and like leans against the, the trunk of the car and makes the car, you know, the shocks give they, those guys scream like little girls. He's like, whatever the guy's name is, Bob, Bob, get in the car. Oh my gosh, there's a clown back here chasing us. So Bob runs around kind of. Dukes of Hazard dives in the front window <laughs> and the, and they speed off. So yeah, there there was a lot in the 2016 era for sure, but uh, some funny, but even funny at at dark nighttime isn't well, as funny. You know, you know we we talk about there's a lot of YouTube videos and and then when you talk about it, you know we've talked about reality TV. When how many of these were staged? How yes. many of these were made for effect? I mean, I know people record themselves constantly in this day and age. How many people just happen to be recording when they stumble across a clown, yeah, you know? Yeah. So some of the videos you can kind of take with a grain of salt and say, you know, maybe they have and maybe they didn't. 
maybe they were f- for effect, but but when you have sightings around the world, I, I think there's got to be, I would have to assume that at least some of these are legit. As they say, with any tale or legend, there's at least a, you know, an ounce of truth there. Now, you know, you want to take this creepy clown thing, you want to take a minute, you want to really terrorize yourself just for a moment. Uh, look up Japanese McDonald's commercials <laughs> on uh, YouTube. The really weird, and, and apparently the selling point in um, Japan for McDonald's is that Ronald will haunt your dreams. There's one where oh, wow. a girl is playing on her phone, and it shows her like laying on her bed, and then it just pans down slowly from where she's at on the bed, and it gets down, and you see that like Ronald is under the bed, like looking up all creepy. Wow. There's one where a girl is- The not-so-happy meals. Yeah, there's one where the girl's like staring out of her window- and Ronald is down in the alleyway staring up at her. And, I mean, not in a friendly way either. I mean, you've got the Ronald smile, but the face does not. I thought the American version back in the mid-70s and, and late 70s of Grimace and the Hamburglar and, of course, Ronald. I thought that was kind of creepy. I mean, you know, the Hamburglar, he's dressed up in a, a you know a thief outfit. Ronald has always kind of creeped me out just a little bit. Our McDonald's had that chair that was like <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 Ronald yeah. McDonald sculpted. Yeah. And you, you leaned back and you were like sitting on his yeah, lap. Yeah, he had his, he had his arm. Stu- yeah, his arm was kind of you. around you. Yeah, didn't want to make me buy cheeseburgers. Well, again, you, you don't know who's behind the mask. And, and like I said, my take, I always used to say like, well, anybody that acts that dumb on purpose, you know, uh, we don't want to say all clowns are bad. No. I understand that there are, you know, clowns are by nature meant to entertain and all that. I'm not, we're not trying to say that. We are trying to say that for some reason, every 10 years or so, people see clowns and they see them in a creepy way and they're trying to lure kids or they're chasing you with a knife or they're jumping out of the bushes. And there are other monsters like Pennywise and Jeepers Creepers that are set to a time schedule. We'll just throw that in there too, you know, but honestly, clowns have taken quite a hit, (laughs) Uh, professional clown. Uh, I actually watched a a pretty heart-wrenching documentary on that. It's um, it's a dying art struggling anyhow, just due to the whole circus factors seem to kind of fall out of luster. And obviously with the way some of them have been portrayed in the past and freak shows and different things, it's kind of not a thing of today's society. But yeah, there was several clowns that were interviewed and they're like, you know, to your point, we're not all bad. You know, we do this to help entertain children and, and stuff. But I mean, seriously... You've got the youngest children of, of the two of us, but uh, did any of your children growing up say, Dad, would you please hire a professional no, clown to come to kids, our party? My kids don't want nothing to do with clowns. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I work, at a, I work with a lady right now that you can't even hardly mention clowns without sending a shiver down her spine, you know? <laughs> I don't, it, it, like you said, it, it may be a dying art form, but I just, I don't think there's that many people that are really that into it. Uh, before we wrap up, I do want to say, uh, I want to give a shout out to a user on Podbean named Rose. Uh, Rose has so far, I believe, liked every episode that we've done. Uh, well, thank is, you, Rose. So to make sure I get the right person, Rose's uh, little picture, little icon, little user photo thing is a little bit of, it looks like cosplay, Kylo Ren and, and Ray yes, from yes. Star Wars. But Rose has liked every episode we've done, I think, since we started. I uh, don't know who you are, Rose, but I appreciate you, you know, liking our episodes appreciate all the love and support well we hope you all enjoyed the creepy clown incidents that we reported tonight here on nightmares on the lost highway thanks so much for listening
We'd like to give a shout out to our first uh, paying sponsor, Raven's Loft. That's our family shop here located in uh, Lebanon, Missouri. It's your one-stop gaming, vintage toy, and collectible shop where you can find Star Wars, Transformers, G.I. Joe, comics, vinyl records, role-play gaming, Magic the Gathering, and so much more. We're located here at 223 West Commercial, downtown Lebanon, and also in our second location, uh, also here in Lebanon, at the Heartland Antique Mall. We'd like to thank Ravensloft for, again, supporting Nightmares on the Lost Highway. I want to take a time to thank the people that helped bring this all together. Uh, Alex Tudor, you can almost call him our producer at this point. Sarah Tudor, who also helps with some of the technical stuff. I want to take a moment to extend thanks to Eric for letting us use his space to record in kind of our makeshift studio. I, in turn, would like to thank Bill for, one, putting up with me and uh, (laughs) using this camaraderie to do something we both very much love and enjoy doing. And thank Bill's family for allowing him to spend all the time to work and clean up our recordings and present them in what uh, you hear in the final uh, terms, uh, the final edition, if you will. Um, and I'd like to thank all of you for continuing to, to listen. I know we've got some loyal followers out there. We do this as a labor of love, but we're, we're happy that there are people that enjoy it as, hopefully as much as we do. Thank you very much.